0: We are broadcasting raw live from my ass, ass. Boom, boom. I'd rather watch two old women slap my ass <laughs> <laughs> That's as tough as a chunk of my ass, ass. Here comes the biggest
1: ass.
0: ass The big man is back Jim Raw. 350 pounds Say hello to my ass. ass Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest spectacle on earth My ass, ass. 30 men will enter my ass. You know what I mean. The most important thing to a tag team is my ass. I totally agree with you, JR. Here you go, King. Kiss my ass. I wish you would jump on top of me, JR. It disgusts me to see my ass. My daughter's nursery rhymes are more aggressive than this. I can't help but look at the butt,
1: JR. What? what is up guys it is your forever eternal forever eternal and most importantly new deep six champion glenn crawford here i'm currently quoting this message for you guys from my championship celebration because i just won the deep six championship at aew's all out pay-per-view okay so i wanted to drop this message for you guys to let You know what's been going on with Glenn Crawford here, me. So you may have noticed in the past couple months, I've been at the bottom of the standings for our pay-per-views. Now I want to let you guys know it was all part of the plan. I wanted to make sure that my predictions were correct, and I had the perfect time to strike and take the championship away from the champion. And that's when AEW All Out came around. I knew I had my shot, and I took it. I took that championship that The glorious Robbie Rotten, as he is so called, knew he was going to get it. He was saying it. He was like, there's no way I'm going to lose. And out of nowhere, I swooped in and took the championship away. So I want to let you guys know that, remember, I'm here to stay because I'm your forever, eternal, forever, eternal Deep Six champion, forever, eternally. And of course, Hot Take Jake will never be the Hot Take champion.
2: Welcome back to the Deep Six Wrestling Podcast. This is our post-show for AEW All Out the 2020 edition. Uh, it is 1:47 at the time of us recording, uh, so <laughs> pretty. Uh, it's a late start, you know. New, uh, <laughs> New Japan Road. I just want to say uh, you're welcome because I live like an hour from you. Guys, that is so true. That is
3: uh, no but, excuse. But
2: yeah, New Japan Road starting uh, in like uh, 10 minutes, so you know that's good. Uh, we remember we won't have any New Japan Road coverage, but me, Joey, and Ryan will talk about it. What happened for these uh, junior tag matches on New Japan Strong, or New Japan Strong Review on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, this is all out. So we're just going to go through that whole show, give our thoughts, rundown. pretty big card, long show. Um, so we will talk about that. Uh, you did, if you, if you know, obviously, if you're listening to this, you did hear Sam, our current champion, speak at the beginning before uh, before us. It's uh, a goddamn travesty. He is the new champion for our predictions. Bye.
4: A hair.
2: Yep, by a hair. We uh, also. I want it to be noted that every single pay per view this year,
4: besides the rumble, I have come in either first or second. Okay. So.
2: Yeah, pretty uh, impressive, I think. Also, we yeah. don't have a loser yet because Jake lost, but he is our Money in the Bank holder, which means he can uh, he can save himself from a uh, a punishment, which it would pass off to the next person, which would be Ryan. Correct. So. Yep. Uh, Uh, We shall see how that plays out. Uh, Yeah, that nerd is
4: sleeping. What are you doing?
2: I called him as soon as the show ended, and uh, he was asleep. So So tomorrow we should crown a loser. Big
4: wrestling fan.
2: So uh, on on the Impact Show, Ryan can uh, tell you if he's the loser or if Jake is. So we shall find
4: out. Just go under the assumption. Just go under the assumption. Jake is the loser, but... Who's doing it's, the punishment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Jake did lose, but it's it's Jake and cash in and of I'm, I'm just under the assumption that I lost.
2: That's well that might Jake might want to be smart. And... He, yeah, he might say this isn't that awful of a of a punishment, and he might just know he's not gonna win the championship between now and uh full mm-hmm. gear. And
4: that so, might not matter to that. be fair though, I feel like Jake has actually been on a decent streak of predicting. He's coming second and third a few times. Yeah, but
2: that doesn't matter. You need to come in first to win the title. I know. Um, Anyway, I'm Pat. Uh, Rob's here. Joey's here. Ryan's here. You know our voices already if you're listening to it. Uh, So we do have a lot to talk about, and it is now 1.50 in the morning, so let's just get things started here. Uh, AEW All Out. Uh, This was AEW's one one of their four pay-per-views of the year Mm -hmm. uh, and arguably probably their biggest.
3: Um, we don't know yet. We'll see in a couple yeah.
2: of years. This is also their first, uh, their first pay-per-view yeah. back with fans. They had Double or Nothing with no fans, and now we're back with fans for this one. Um, I There weren't really many spots where I thought the fans really be- like elevated the show, and there's several yeah. reasons for that, uh, which I think one goes into length because uh, most wrestling shows lately have been on the shorter side uh yeah, this yeah was not this uh, the case for this show, this show i
4: definitely was- have enjoyed the shorter
2: shows yeah the show was much longer um and
0: um also the florida heat yeah um, a lot of people that like i saw posting that at the show they're like oh we're drained because it was so hot there like the yeah, humidity it was, was yeah. bad was and like 80 percent humidity air. That's, fair. Like a, that's
2: definitely they fair. had like a
0: low air quality warning too so like It was probably awful there. Um, And then
2: also the Matt Hardy uh, situation, which we'll get to later in the show, but Mm -hmm. all of those combined led to uh, obviously not the ideal circumstances for fans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, And compared to the fans' return on Dynamite, uh, it was not the same effect. Yes. But... We did have the buy-in, which started at seven o'clock, and we did have two matches on this. This uh, one of them got added today, the other one got added yesterday. So our first match was <laughs> Serpentico with everybody's favorite, the original Death Dealer, Luther. Uh, versus... uh you gotta say you've gotta say your catchphrase for him. What's my catchphrase?
3: What what does Luther do?
2: Oh, I don't know if that's my catchphrase. It's just me saying uh, I think it is. Okay, well, if you're listening to this, obviously this isn't a, a video podcast, but you know, just imagine all of us are pointing at our foreheads and sticking our tongues out and going, bleh. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, Serpentico taking on Joey Janela with Sunny Kiss. Uh, this was uh, uh, – Janela just came out and started attacking Serpentico. This honestly went longer than I was expecting.
4: <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, uh, it wasn't bad or anything. I hate Serpentico's gear. I think he need if he's going to be, uh, you know – a wrestler in a big company like this, he should probably
3: invest in some better gear.
2: He needs to definitely invest in Luther's gear. They need to have matching gear as the, uh, what's their name name? The chaos project is their tag team name.
3: Yeah, I believe so. That's what it's called. Uh, Anyway, I like the name. I enjoyed, I enjoyed this match actually. Yeah, Yeah, it was solid. Janela
0: is great.
2: Serpenico this is the first time I've seen Serpenico actually wrestle. uh, Pretty Mm -hmm. good stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Joey Janela picked up the win with his diving elbow drop. So good stuff. And yeah, the fuck this shit. Good to uh, see
4: Joey Janela picking up a win on a
2: pay per view. Absolutely. Yeah. And then our other pre show match or buy in match, I'll call it the buy in because yeah. they don't call it the pre show.
4: Yeah.
2: Uh, was the private party versus Alex, uh, Alex Reynolds and John Silver match representing our the Dark boys. Order. This match had no right being as good as it was for absolutely zero build.
0: I agree. So it had, it had no place on the card, and yet it was. Great, yeah. Silver, this I would genuinely say this is one
2: of the best pre-show matches I've seen. In
0: I don't I don't even
2: know I don't know the last time I really enjoyed like a pre-show match for like WWE or AEW. Yeah, I can name a few that were definitely
4: better than this, but I it was good. Thinking back, I I think
2: WrestleMania thirty four. I think that was Cedric and Ali, right for the cruiserweight title. I think that was.
3: Oh, I don't. I forget if that
2: was. I'm pretty sure that was the match, and then. Uh WrestleMania 35 had some good pre-show matches with the Cruiserweight and then Revival versus Hawkins and Ryder. Yeah. Um but well, yeah, I I, I enjoyed this, this was a lot. very fun. Uh, Reynolds uh, like, and Silver match. looked fantastic in this match. John Silver specifically had a great match here. Uh he went crazy yeah, with some for, offense. Uh,
4: they were yeah. marking out. I can confirm they were marking out hard for John.
0: Yeah. Around. Uh dude, for, I will for, mark for out some for, dr- for some jobbers, they're definitely getting some yeah they're. I think,
2: I think they i think uh, whoever's booking the show understands that the fans really like they the love john silver right now, yeah and that silver and reynolds have been great on bt and have been getting praises being good and we're now seeing them in this match and if you remember when uh cody and matt cardona faced off against these guys we said on the podcast that we really liked how silver and reynolds looked in that match uh right this was another one uh John Silver had a really good counter to the silly string where they went for the silly string and silver like jumped off the top rope with like a coup de gras basically to them mm-hmm. uh and then got in the ring hit a bunch of really fast moves he hit like a big v trigger type of uh knee strike yeah, uh, he had like a
0: huge burst of energy it was yeah it was big. great
2: uh I am all for more Reynolds and silver getting matches. these guys are great, even outside of b t e they're they're just super crisp in the ring. I do hope that they eventually let them take the masks off because. Uh, really? it looks
0: silly, but to be
2: fair, they
0: they're the, yeah, they are silly. So, I mean, I silly. understand why they're wearing the masks, it's just the whole dark war uh, thing, but yeah. yeah, but they had some really I good near falls
2: here as well. But uh, alas, Private Party did pick up the win with the gin and juice, as
0: uh-huh. they should,
4: but it was a good
2: mm-hmm. showing, yeah, yeah, good showing for both teams. And this was this was a very hot start to uh, well, not really hot start. I mean, it was the buying, so technically it's the start, but it wasn't the main show, but. This was a very good match. But
0: it would definitely get people to buy the pay per view if they saw that.
2: Uh, possibly.
0: Alex Reynolds and John Silver are going to be in every
2: match on this show. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we go into the main show. Or, sorry, this match ends, and then they toss it over to commentary, and we get to see Jim Ross make his big entrance. Uh, we, need yes to hear, we need to hear the Boomer song. Boomer uh, Sooner. Boomer Sooner. No, it's the Boomer song. Uh, well,. And uh, so, Jim Ross comes out, and he gets to plug his picture-in-picture picture that he loves, even though it's not on the show. He does make a reference to it. So uh, Still know. don't understand the man's obsession with Oklahoma <laughs> University. Don't, oh, yeah, that's fine. That was oh, you he, went, he went there. I, I thought you were going to say don't understand his obsession with picture-in-picture. Picture. I mean, I don't get that either. No, um, no I don't get that I mean, Unless he's getting paid like a good sum I, yeah, of money. I have no you know, idea. <laughs> that that, that seems yeah. very odd that you would get it, like, paid a lot of money for that, but... Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, and then we went into the pay-per-view. And originally, uh, our first match here was supposed to be on the buy-in. It was the tooth and nail match with Britt Baker and Big Swole. I think it should have stayed on the buy-in. Uh, Tony, I, agree.
3: Tony, I Kong, agree.
2: Tony Khan gave a great explanation as to why it was on the buy-in. It wasn't because it was a women's match. It was because it was a cinematic match. And he didn't want to have like the fans on the live show
0: watching a cinematic match cuz they again did have live fans in the
2: arena
1: <clears throat>
0: but you know to be fair i think this is more of a of like uh, damned if you do damned if you don't situation Yeah, like people, won- people were very did. upset about yeah, this getting they were upset because... that it was on the main card but like but if it wasn't on the main would card they'd gotten over it <clears throat> yeah i mean regardless, after, regardless after seeing this
4: match they it. would have gotten over
0: it yeah but regardless they're going to get over it they're going to have I mean, to get over it yeah um but i do think that this it definitely is is.
2: this <clears throat> this definitely did get off the pay-per-view to kind of a slow start here mm-hmm. um the i, match itself had I some don't think fun it bits. was
4: terrible no it had some i just fun think bits. it wasn't you know pre- it's not a, a big show opener um you know? i
0: do want to say i want to see these two actually wrestle in a wrestling ring um, i agree. And have a serious match because they both deserve that brit and reba um, were gold here yeah, and the finish was also really creative.
2: Uh, Big yeah, picked I picked up the win, like the putting uh, Britt Baker under. Also, Britt Baker took a, like a, a syringe to like her thigh. Yep. Uh, which they sold was Novocaine, and then she started yeah. selling that her leg went numb, which was pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Soul pushed her into the dentist chair and put the laughing gas on her. Yep. Um, and uh, she uh, she lost via that. So
4: yeah, I think that was a very creative, smart finish. <clears throat> Makes a lot of
2: sense. Also. You know, as much as I say that this was a flat open to the show, it definitely at least it wasn't a long one. Yeah, uh, it was
4: probably it was probably under ten minutes. Yeah,
2: if this has gone like fifteen, twenty minutes, I think yeah,
4: we they, all would they, be very they, negative they, about
2: this. <laughs> yeah, they pushed along pretty quickly.
4: Yeah. 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 I don't
2: I definitely don't
4: see the criticism for this. It was no harm done, you know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um and then our next match was the match that probably should have opened the show, which was mm-hmm. Jurassic Express versus Young Bucks. Yep. Young this Bucks was were, about as good
4: as you would expect.
2: Yeah, this was this was a really fun, fast-paced match. Young Bucks played the heels super well here, very effectively throughout the match. Uh, Marco Stunt ate a huge super kick on the outside, uh, absolutely murdered him. Uh, he was selling an injury that he got from Jake Hager on AEW Dark a couple weeks ago. Uh, we also had Young Bucks cutting off hot tags uh, with super kicks. I think it was Nick Jackson gave a super kick to uh, Luchasaurus as yes. Jungle Boy was trying to tag him in, and then like, stood where Luchasaurus was and saying, "Tag me in, Jungle Boy. Tag
0: me in." <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, some, um, some very some heel, good stuff. Yeah, some heel um, stuff going them on. Them
3: as cocky heels <clears throat> and obnoxious heels is fantastic,
0: and we'll talk Absolutely. about that for later on in the show.
3: Yeah, that will come back. Uh, for sure. Um,
0: nah, they're lying to you. Yeah, we are lying. <laughs> oh, and a Marco um, stunt got destroyed by a
3: super kick. I did that say that. That was one of the yeah. first things he mentioned. <laughs> yeah. Joey doesn't pay attention. I Joey, pay Joey, attention. That's Joey's, right. to be Joey's fair, actually
2: watching, yeah, Joey's watching all out right now. I, I, I think there the actually
0: show. might be something wrong with me. I might have like dementia, early dementia or something. Oh, oh, <laughs>
3: um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't think dementia comes in that early. Nah, uh, nah it's it, signs. Oh, okay, man. Well, it's um,
2: to come. It's a good movie. <laughs> it's nice. the M. Night Shyamalan movie. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Young Bucks did pick up the win here. Again, there were some really good Near Falls here. But, uh, well, I gotta say,
0: I love Jungle Boy.
2: Jungle Boy's great. Jungle yeah, Boy, he's a
0: definitely a I I love uh,
2: Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Yeah, Andrew it's really Jack. cool. Honestly, it's really cool to see what names have really broken out in AEW over the past year. Um, yeah, it's like, definitely been great to see. Hangman Page, who's somebody who kind of started off like... Uh, Like they positioned him well with like giving him the first world title shot against Chris Jericho and all that last year. But then Mm -hmm. after that, he kind of fell off, wasn't really doing anything. And then it was clearly like a long term thing
0: that they had planned for him. Wasn't he kind of like just like a lower mid card guy in ROH? uh,
2: Yeah. And then uh, he went to New Japan for a bit with Bullet Club when he joined. And, uh, you know, he actually did get the praise of Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, over oh, wow. there, uh, who said that he, uh, he thought that page shouldn't be in bullet club and, uh, he sees something special in him,
0: but, wow, that's, uh, uh, yeah, that's big praise.
3: Yeah.
2: Of a special stable that Tanahashi was going to put together with hangman page in that, uh, group, but, uh, page did leave new Japan before that could happen.
3: Mm. So that's wild. Cause you know, Tanahashi, has, he's never been in a group, right? Uh, as far as
2: I know, no. Yes. Yeah um so yeah but uh yeah it's like prior to aew page was never like a big name or anything uh even in like bullet club even in new japan he had it like 1g1 run but like he never won any big titles right to be
4: fair the man is still under 30 years old yeah so. no
2: absolutely uh but like hangman page mjf uh jungle boy and orange cassidy surely are some of the big breakout stars yeah 100% AEW.
4: and i they're all great it's been great to watch them all and uh yeah, can't wait to see what they do.
2: Uh, and so again, the young bucks did win here. Uh, they they did uh, win. I think they won with the BTE trigger, right? Correct On the they second time. The yeah, they've been definitely, and I think that's it's definitely showing that they are going more to the heel side because they're not doing the Melzer driver or the Indy taker. They're going with the BTE trigger, which is a less flashy move. Um, mm-hmm. so I think that fits more, obviously they still have a lot of flashy offense and that's going to stay, but yeah. I like that their finish just is like a straight up, like it's a, a hard more hitting aggra- aggressive, more aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. And if it's that new persona, which we, again, mm. we'll get to later on, uh, what did we have after this? Was this the battle Royal? Yep. Yeah. So up next was the casino battle Royal. Let me get up our, uh, our Twitter. We were, I was live tweeting the show for us. Uh, so I'm going to go to Twitter because I did. Write down the order that we got our entrance in.
4: This match featured my favorite moment of the whole night, so we we'll it. Yeah, it did. yes, I know oh, exactly yes. what it is. <laughs> uh,
2: so, uh, going into this match uh, on the pre on the buy-in, they did air promos from like a bunch of the competitors in it. Uh, some of them were really good. Uh, and we also did find out that Kazarian and Daniels were in this match from that. And we thought Joey Janela was going to be in it, but Joey Janela wasn't in it. Uh, So confusing stuff on this, but our first group, so remember it's a casino battle Royal. So they come out in groups of five and there's the wild card at the end uh, with 21 being the total. Uh, So our first group was uh, Trent, Christopher Daniels, rock hard, Jake Hager, uh, the blade and Ray Phoenix. Um, How does everybody feel about Rock Hard Jake Hager?
3: I think the name is brilliant. I it's the best thing Jake Hager's ever done. uh,
0: (laughs) um, For someone who doesn't care about Jack Swagger, Jack Hager, um, I still don't care. Jack Hager, Jack
4: Hager, Jake Swagger,
0: (laughs) Jake Swagger,
4: Uh, Jake. uh, As long as he keeps rocking that uh, that underwear, I'm not a fan, man. He needs to he needs to get some better gear. (laughs)
0: Um. Yeah, I don't even, honestly, I don't even think Gears really his problem. I just (laughs) don't really like J.K. Uh, That's fair. (laughs) He's got a lot wrong. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. Uh, After that, our other group
2: um, was Frankie Kazarian, Chuck Taylor, Santana, and Ortiz at the same time. And uh, a surprise entrant of Big Will Hobbs, a W. Dark resident and Britt Baker's bodyguard when she was in the Rolls Royce. Um, uh, So, yeah, pretty cool that Will Hobbs got a spotlight here. And he was in the match for a while. Yeah, yeah, he was. He
4: was. He was yeah, probably um, one of the final, like,
2: six or eight people. Yeah. Uh, I think this is a good way to, you know, give him something. If for... they're really going to push him, yeah, this is something a good showcase for him. He looked yeah.
4: good.
3: Uh, he, he really bit did. His t- he bit his tongue at one point yeah. and started yeah. bleeding. That's he was, big, did, he was
4: he... supposed to be the recipient of my favorite thing. Which so. like
2: we'll get to. Don't yes, worry. we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, and, again, he did stand toe-to-toe with Lance Archer and Brian Cage here mm-hmm. through the match, so they definitely... If I don't know if he signed or if he isn't, I feel like they would have announced it if he was. But again, him and Serpentico have both been two of the guys that have been featured on Dark for quite a while. So this definitely felt like this was them being rewarded for being on there. Yeah. Uh, So that's cool. Uh, Then we had uh, Billy, not Billy Gunn, just Billy uh, Pentagon, uh, Penta Penta L Saro M. uh,
4: Favorite wrestling name
3: it's a horrible i love
4: penta but that's a horrible name
3: yeah hey well blame triple uh, a for uh, owning yep. okay. for owning the name penta pentagon no Jr. no no
4: i don't blame triple a i blame him for not picking a better name <laughs> he could pick <laughs> he could just be pentagon he could be penta he could pick anything What he picked penta l zero m what yeah. <laughs> that's awful
2: uh, yeah, it is not a good wrestling name. Uh, so we had Billy Pentagon, Ricky Starks, and Brian Cage, and then Darby Allen came in after them, and they all just started brawling. And our final group was, uh, Lance Archer, Sonny Kiss, uh, so no Joey Janela, but we did get Sonny Kiss, uh, Sean Spears, who did not go to the ring, he went to commentary, uh, The Butcher, and Eddie Kingston. And then, we had our wild card. They the did The Joker. Us- the Joker, but they—they they, I mean they did call it a wild card. Well, uh, and so this was our final person, and they did say it was going to be a surprise, and it was Matt Seidel. This was unexpected. I, no, none of us predicted Matt uh, Seidel. <laughs>
4: former Evan Bourne for those WWEites who don't know.
2: Yes, uh, and so Rob, it was your favorite spot. So do oh, you want to talk about? Oh it?
4: my god, it was so beautiful. Uh, uh, as uh, many people know, his his finishing move is the Shooting Star Press, which normally he executes. Very, very well. It looks great. Uh, not on this day.
3: Uh, he got to the
4: top rope yeah. to attempt to hit it on Will Hobbs. And as soon as he jumped, he just, like, fought, he flopped immediately. Uh, uh, thankfully, I'm sure he was not seriously injured. But it was just very funny to see. Um, I am hoping that by tomorrow there will be a, a nice give of it. So hopefully you can enclose that. Uh, we could tweet that out at some point. but uh, definitely yes, I
2: have I have seen GIFs of it already. If you
4: haven't seen this, definitely look it up. It's really funny. Yeah, yes. it looked
3: scary at first, but he didn't land on the back of his head. Yeah. He didn't land on his head or neck area. Thank yeah. God yeah.
4: for that. I dude. mean, I'm not going to lie. I laughed right away because I could tell he was
0: clearly not injured. From yeah, because he
4: got right back up. Yeah.
0: we were We were um, laughing
4: about it for a few minutes. It was pretty good.
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh, our final. Someone was trying to sabotage. Our final. You. It's when hey man, the oil day, man. I uh, had ropes. Matt Seidel as my
4: mystery person. So I was rooting for him. Yeah. And he did go pretty far. He was yes. one, in the final three.
2: He was in our final three. Our final four were uh, Lance Archer, Matt Seidel, Eddie Kingston, and The Butcher. The Butcher went really far in this. Yeah. Um, and The Butcher gets taken out. And uh, our final two end up being Archer and Kingston. And Kingston is like. Climbing up the turn, him the snake in the bag, because Eddie Kingston has a family, and Lance Archer's trying to, like, hit Eddie Kingston off of it, and, like, Eddie Kingston is just pushing Jake back, and then the Butcher comes in and tries to grab, like, uh, Lance's leg and grab him down. That doesn't work, and eventually, Lance Archer does knock off Eddie Kingston, and Lance Archer wins the Casino Battle Royale. Yes, sir! So, uh, yeah, Lance Archer... Lance Archer does seem to have the next title shot I do not think he will win
4: yeah probably not but it should be a fun match
2: yeah him and Moxley should kill each other they had a great match at Wrestle Kingdom so oh whoopsie daisy (laughs) Uh, I mean if you're listening to the show you probably already know Uh, but uh, him and Moxley had a great match at Wrestle Kingdom very violent so hopefully they get to do more of the same here
0: yeah yeah, if you're if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the pay per view, then I don't understand. Yeah, There's I don't know why. why. I, I mean, maybe you don't really keep up with
2: AEW, or <laughs> you missed the show and just want to know what happened. Who knows? Yeah. there there are probably
3: excuses, but, but they're not good um, enough for us. But
4: you don't know how Moxley won yet. So
3: that's true. We'll he did there.
2: pull out Renee Young and use her as a bat. <laughs> uh, <so. laughs> and and not, nice, not so. like a base. She was she not was a there. baseball
3: bat, but like a actual. Bat, yeah, like, like an the animal. animal the flying mammal yes
2: uh also they didn't specify when lance is getting his title shot but if you were asking me i would say it's not full gear which we did get confirmation is the next pay-per-view i would assume we're going to get another like two week special
3: of dynamite at some point and it will be on that show i think that would be like time for did they do bash at the beach in the fall last year? no that was the
4: january i think oh
3: that was this
2: january oh okay (laughs) Yeah, they didn't have, like, a fall special. Gotcha, the, again, if right. you remember, fall was when they premiered last year. Yeah, you're right. They're coming Halloween.
4: up on yeah, the one, one year, year, which is yeah. crazy. That's I can't probably, they'll probably
2: quick. do Homecoming or something
3: again. Yeah, um, or they'll do, like, like Joey said, a Halloween yeah. type thing. Although, Ooh, Homecoming be cool. won't be as special because, you know... They've been already. home forever. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know, but expect some type of
2: special Dynamite episode where we get Moxley and Lance... That'd be my assumption. Um, After this, we did get what will... uh, This is going to be the non-serious part of the review, probably. Uh, We had Sammy Guevara and Matt Hardy in the Broken Rules match.
3: You mean the Um, serious, not the non-serious?
2: Oh, yeah, whoops. Yeah, we're not going to (laughs) be joking, uh, hopefully. Uh, But so uh, we come backstage uh, to, like, the football field. Like, not on the football field, but, like, right outside of it. Like, I guess, I don't know, where you go to, like, the, the... tunnel. The tunnel. Uh, Matt Hardy's there, and uh, Sammy eventually shows up with the golf cart and tries to run over Matt. Uh, He misses completely, and then they go to a scissor lift, which is right next to their makeshift merch stand, and Matt raises the scissor lift, and then they both fall off of it through two tables, but Matt Hardy completely misses the tables, and his head smacks against the concrete, and it looks like he's just completely unconscious, if Mm -hmm. not dead. Uh he is not moving and Aubrey like starts the count because Sammy's up and I guess Matt might have said something to start the count. Uh but she starts she originally throws up the X, then starts the count. Uh then and throws Matt, the X up again. Yeah, and then Matt does make it to his feet before the 10 count. Uh and then Doc Samson comes out and then they throw up the X again and they call the match and Matt Hardy just looks kind of out of it after he like kinda tries to grab Sammy a couple times. And so it looked like the match is over. Uh, very scary spot, obviously, with Matt going down like that. Uh, but at this point, it kind of looked like it was like a possible like work or something because again, he was up and everything. Yeah, nobody
4: was sure. It was very. Uh, it was very very weird. confusing.
2: Yeah. Um. And so then they show that Sammy's starting to walk back towards the arena, like where the fans are. And then we cut to commentary, so we don't see Matt. And apparently, they did do a, like a quick concussion check on him, and he passed. Uh, and so then we see Matt going towards mm. the arena and then they kinda just rush over to what I'm assuming was the finish of the match, which is their yeah, on the stage. I'm pretty sure they yeah. and they like climb up the scaffolding and uh Sammy goes off the scaffolding and takes a ten count through the stage. Yeah. And Matt Hardy wins. Uh very weird stuff. Yeah. Apparently Matt Hardy was taken to a hospital. Uh
4: thankfully it seems like Matt Hardy is totally okay. Yeah. Uh, Tony Connis has
2: tweeted about it. You know, and hopefully he said that- that's you know,
4: his injuries are nothing. It seems like he's got nothing major. So that's good, but this was definitely very scary to watch. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Again, Tony Khan has tweeted since that he's spoken to Matt, and Matt seems to be completely fine. So hopefully that's the case, and there's nothing, no lingering issues. Uh, But, yeah, the Hardy brothers will never die, it seems. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely a big shame, because
4: this was a highly anticipated match. Yeah. I think they would have done some really fun stuff here. Absolutely. And a lot of people Uh, were bashing on this, but, like, it's just kind of like a freak accident, you know? Yeah. It's wrestling. It, it happens. So you can't um, really be too harsh on this match. Yeah. No, uh, it wasn't good, but it, you know.
2: Again, all you can do is hope that Matt's okay. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, this is definitely the thing that killed the momentum of the show because it was, yeah. one, you nobody knew what was going on, and two, it was just very weird how they went about restarting the match. But, it yeah. also didn't help
3: yeah. that later in the night they uh tony shivani came over the mic. like the thing is, well, people well, well, were well, entrance well,
2: to, to be fair the audience didn't hear this yeah
3: but f- like for a lot of people on like that uh were watching it at home like that that's when a lot of people started to say what the hell like rebby hardy went off on twitter about like the response uh because uh tony shivani go- said that uh Doc Sampson asked Matt if he was okay. Matt said, yeah, I think I can c- continue. And so they continued the match. And a lot of people were like, well, you, sh- you shouldn't just trust like a-, a wrestler to say that they're okay and they can fight through it because they're going to say that's okay. Uh, it's a lot of the same reason why people uh, were mad at the concussion protocols for like the NFL for so long because that was what the concussion protocol was, was if they could play, they can continue to go out there. Um, and then later in the night, maybe like an hour after that, he, uh, Tony said that, uh, he got wrong information and that Doc Sampson did, did perform an actual concussion test on him. Um, but I think uh, at that point, a lot of people had already heard the first thing and, uh, they just went with it without, uh, hearing the full thing. Uh, and then what, uh, Tony Khan said afterwards. Uh, so I think that did hurt, hurt, uh, a lot of people, like, if you just saw Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. Either way, again, yeah,
3: hope Matt's okay, and we'll see how
2: this all uh, comes through. Uh, yeah. I'm assuming and we'll it's probably... It's a shame,
4: because, like, uh, I was really looking forward to these two feuding, and so far their feud has just been a disaster. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, <what laughs> With uh, the short
4: match on Dynamite, they were cut for time, and then this.
3: So... Yeah. Uh, somebody posted on Reddit... Uh, about this, and they had the perfect uh, thing, uh, like, summary of this feud, uh, saying that they ha- they need to be kept away from each other, not because they don't have good chemistry, but their chemistry is that they want to, to like, bring out the the like most crazy in each other, uh, similar to Naito and Ibushi, how they look like they want to kill each other uh, or kill themselves when they wrestle. Uh, and that's kind of what this feud has been has been trying to do the craziest spot possible. Yeah, uh, I mean, to be fair,
2: you could argue that the spot should have never happened in the first place. Or it just did, had more than one table
3: because well, like, there was two tables. It was yeah, two tables. But uh, still so, like you and, should, you should and theoretically for...
2: you could have you could have put padding underneath it or something. Yeah, or put it in. A yeah, gym. it they, they, actually um, looked like it was
4: they, padded. Well, it just didn't look like it. They went from they went from too f- close to it. I think. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, I was reading that earlier. They um, they uh, tested it twice. They practiced the spot twice um, with like a like actual stuntman and stuff. So it's just it's just yeah. You know, it's you know, rough. It, it happens. Know. You know, it's just unfortunate. Like you could have perfectly, you could have perfectly done it those two times, and then like when it actually like mattered, you could easily yeah, mess it up. Absolutely. Like, you know?
4: Yeah, they had, um, I don't think anybody's at a fault here. It's just no. something that happened. Yeah.
2: No, and hopefully we get an update on Matt on Wednesday for Dynamite. Yeah, or
4: before
0: then. Yeah, you really, you really can't control no. gravity. Uh, absolutely not. Uh, after watch this, watch me.
2: After this, <laughs> we had our AW Women's Championship match. It was uh, Thunder Rosa, the uh, NWA Women's Champion, taking on Hikaru Shida. Uh, and this was great. I thought this personally,
4: was... this is my favorite match of the night.
2: Yeah. This was really yeah. great. Thunder Rosa is super really impressive. Good. And if she wasn't under contract with NWA, I would say sign her and, uh, for real, they need, yeah, I agree. uh, if again, I don't know when her contracts up or if the NWA and AEW will have more of a working relationship, but I would very much like to see more of Thunder Rosa and AEW. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, they should, uh, wrestling companies should, uh, do what sports teams do and make trades. <laughs> yes. That'd be That'd so be weird cool. to see,
2: but hey, man, sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was nice to see Thunder Rosa here. Uh, she absolutely killed this match, and Sheeta, again, Sheeta has had three title matches. This, uh, she yeah. she won against mm-hmm. Nyla, which was fantastic at double or nothing, very hard-hitting, a great no DQ match. Uh, her and Penelope <laughs> went at it, and they had a really great yeah, really match good. Uh, for what it was. I enjoyed that quite a bit, and now she had this match with Thunder yeah. Rosa. So please, please, please... As- yeah. Give Sheeta something to do. Uh instead of just sitting at ringside. This woman is fantastic. I agree. Let her even just wrestle Jobbers. I don't care. I just want to see her actually on TV doing something meaningful. Yeah. Uh you also have Eva Lisa yeah. and Diamante who you can use. You have Anna Jay you have Allie, you have Tay Conti. Uh you have Penelope you can use, Leva Bates, you have people you can use right now. And Britt Baker's back, so you have her
0: big swole. So they they have options. Please do it. Yeah. Yeah. See, as much as I wanted Thunder Rosa to win the match, um, I'm glad Shida won because, like like we said, like her title reign has become a little stale, but of course not because I of I wouldn't her, even say
3: stale is the right word. The whole, I just think it's that well, we it's, don't get
0: to it, see her. Well, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, it's not yeah, it's at all. Yeah, it's just poorly booked. <laughs> but so I think, like, a, a huge defense against, like, another promotions champion
3: who has um, been doing really, really well like they they yes. pointed out yeah,
0: she, she lost really two big matches
2: this entire year yeah she's 20 tonight. and two. Yes, so
0: that's really
2: really yeah, big yeah so hopefully is. they use this as a jumping off uh, hopefully point they, to yeah, actually do something more important with her because she absolutely deserves it and yeah yeah hey, she and seems like wanted- such
4: a nice nice lady Hushita. Yeah, she, she yeah. is
2: just like a ball of energy. And she's yeah. always smiling. She always just seems very happy to be there. Even when she's yeah. just at ringside, she just seems happy to be there. Yeah, she
3: really does. Yeah. Uh, and as somebody who did watch a few episodes of NWA Power, I do have to say I thought that uh, Thunder Rosa was one of the best parts of that. So,
2: Yeah. And yeah. Thunder Rosa yeah. also has a really unique it. look, which is really cool. Yeah. yeah,
3: I like um, her
4: look. I like her theme. I like, I like, her uh, I like everything. everything I've seen yeah.
2: about her. Both matches have been great. So, 100%. Would definitely uh,
4: like to see more. Yeah,
2: so, uh, yeah. Again, please sign Thunder Rosa if possible. And if not right now, whenever her contract is up, try to get her.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: after this, we went backstage with Alex Marvez, Kip Sabian, and Penelope Ford, where they were announcing that they're getting married. And uh, this Wednesday on Dynamite, we will find out who Kip's best man is. So uh, we'll go around here.
0: This could be a this is one hundred percent a debut. Uh, maybe.
2: Debut. Uh, so yeah. Rob, who do you think it is? Uh, uh,
4: uh, uh I don't know. <laughs> okay,
2: Ryan, who do you think it is?
4: Yeah, that's tough. We didn't really have the yeah. time. To yeah, yeah. I that. had the time that uh, Pat just gave me to ask right there. Oh, yeah, just
2: throw, toss out any name. It doesn't
4: matter. <laughs> um, uh, John Cena
3: okay Ryan. uh i am gonna go with i don't know i i wanna say it's somebody new like i wanna say like miro, but at the same time it that, that doesn't fit i think i mean i think like, i mean, just, it, I, think, it, I, it, I don't I, know I, would, I think miro would ha- would be better off starting off with like Somebody to talk for him because he's not the gr- greatest. Speaker. I think he's a good talker. Yeah, I just I disagree um, with that. <laughs> I mean, hey, if okay, you let him be,
4: right. like, if you let him be himself, I think
3: yeah. he'd be really good.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, Uh Joey. Uh, <laughs> dude, this is like so like hard to just like. This is, it's even not even predict, a prediction. I'm like, just
3: asking you to give I it. Hope a hope be, I that hope. No, I hope no. I you can, you can say yourself, yourself, Chris honestly. Well, oh, Chris Benoit. Is-
0: I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the next big thing, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that's
4: that would be the bro. Best that'd debut.
0: be fantastic. Uh, I'm going with. Uh, I'm going with Miro. I think it's gonna be Rusev. I
2: think uh, he'll come out, and I think probably I don't know how it'll happen. Maybe they'll just like connect because they both do Twitch. Uh, yeah, but I think Miro will come out, and I think Miro will probably turn on Kip Sabian at some point, and that'll be a feud. Uh, obviously, if Lana wasn't in WWE, she would probably come in with Miro, and this would probably be a feud with Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford. Hey, we Miro. could eventually get a
4: reunion between uh, Miro and Aiden English because Shaw uh, Guerrero, uh, Shaw was, Guerrero here. was
2: here. That yeah. is true. Yeah,
4: Shaw Guerrero. Was married uh, to, uh, what's his real name? I don't even know. I don't know either. Uh, Aiden English. Yeah. English, yeah. English
2: Uh Also, at the end of this. Uh, Not to be
4: confused with Shaw Guerrero from uh, Star Stars. Wars or or the Clone Wars.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, After they mention the the thing. So, again, remember on Dynamite, we'll be finding out who the best man is. Uh, after they announce that, uh, Kip tells Penelope to hold up the sign. and plugs his Twitch. And uh, <laughs> after they show that, like, right at the bottom, like, a little ding comes up. And it says, uh, <laughs> this message is approved by all the wrestling. It's a nice little, uh, you know, dig at the whole situation with uh, WWE, Twitch, and Cameo, and all that right now. Nice little funny thing. Uh, uh, after this, we had our eight-man tag, which was Dark Order. Uh, it was Brody Lee, Colt Cabana, uh, Grayson and Uno versus Scorpio Sky, Matt Cardona, Dustin and QT Marshall. Uh, John Silver and Alex Reynolds were at ringside, and John Silver was allowed to hold Mister Brody's uh, TNT
3: Championship. No, he just that right. Reynolds was not at ringside. They was he all not? came out, and then Brody Lee dismissed. Ten, five, and silver, or no, uh, Reynolds. Reynolds. okay. And but hold silver to come back, okay. So, can gotcha. hold the belt,
2: okay. Uh, but Reynolds, or sorry, silver just stood in the corner basically the entire time with the TNT championship,
3: which was perfectly fine with me. I don't really yeah. remember much very, about this match, is... uh,
2: I don't either as well. I remember Anna J- uh, also, uh, Ali, yeah. Ali, oh, and Brandy. Yes. This was
4: the uh, infamous yeah, comment. We, will,
2: we will get to this, uh. So Brandy and Allie at ringside, obviously with the natural nightmares. Uh, Anna J eventually comes out and runs in and tries to uh, get involved. She goes for the slap on Scorpio Sky. Uh, eventually, she gets taken away. And uh, Jr. on commentary for some reason says, "Did did Anna J have a wardrobe malfunction, or is that just wishful thinking?"
4: On uh, my part,
3: what was he thinking? Uh, Ryan,
4: is this uh, is this it?
3: Yeah. So. Um, yeah uh, people for some reason i i I just want to vent off this for uh, a quick bit like i'm all for like saying it's not it's not
4: not, this isn't okay
3: like you really should not not. say especially after the summer of what people of like speaking out and everything like this is 2020 you're not allowed to say something like that and people are like oh well jerry lawler used to say it and nobody was offended but uh, that was the 90s when it was the attitude era and People were dressing in blackface as comedy, like which that, also wasn't okay. But right, it's not okay. It. It's not okay. And pe- for some reason, people are like trying to find a reason for to defend Jr. for it. Um, it's also the, worth
2: noting Jim Ross is sixty eight years old, and Anna J is a twenty two
0: year old. Right and yeah, being being a horny old man
2: is
3: yeah excuse. no and, right. absolutely.
2: And he did tweet out uh, like a quote unquote apology, which was very not yeah. not like an apology. He basically said it wasn't. He said I'm lighten sorry those were offended. Uh, it was meant to be comedy, bad taste. Uh, now lighten up. And then he put a lick emoji.
3: Yeah, and people are saying people are saying that it was him <laughs> like like the joke. Oh, oh, I'm licking your tears and stuff about the people who were going off on on him. And if that's the case come the fuck on. <laughs> First of all, he's <laughs> um, yeah. tears, he's sick. But what <laughs> your, what your, this is 100% he's winning boomer of the week again. And yeah, and any, I want to just say anybody who's defending him on Twitter saying that oh that's that's just how it is like don't get offended, you should also win boomer of the week because in no world is that okay anymore. Um mm-hmm. and just a, just a reminder of what the situation is. It's not just some random guy being like, Oh, this is my horny thought. This is a coworker who you have to work with for what, every week? At least once a week, sometimes twice a week, like a situation like this. How would it feel if on national international TV like your boss or somebody went on and was like, mm, "I wish she was like she had a wardrobe malfunction and exposed herself on national TV." Like, come, come on, that's not okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I
4: choose, know. I, like, I'm all for trying that's to, like, you know. Think of funny things to say and have fun while you're out there, but yeah. there's a line. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah, that's absolutely. not all right.
0: Yeah, but like, sexual, like, sexual, like,
4: immediately the four of us heard not. that. We're
2: like, Jesus Christ. Like, come yeah. on, man. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, like, I presented uh, the
2: idea, replaced Jim Ross with veda Scott. She did great for the women's tag tournament. She was worried about dark when she was when... there. Well, Renee Young has, yeah, went her like, non compete clause for a while. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they already Veda seems to have a working relationship with them and has done stuff. Uh, and I think it would be a great sign to remove Jim Ross, who is past his prime, has been burying the show on commentary, and then does this with a woman who's not going to do that and who's also very <laughs> talented. So yeah, uh, my pitch is for Veda to yeah. kind of take his spot.
3: I'd be perfectly sure, um, And if that not as well. that,
2: then at least you can always put Taz on commentary. Taz is fine. I don't see it happening anytime soon. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't either. I don't either. Yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna I, do I do want to know. I do think
3: that AEW does need to make a statement about it. I, I, I agree. Think.
2: I don't think they will. And I think that's shitty. And I think everybody should give AEW shit for it. Because if yeah. it was WWE, we'd all be doing the same thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, um Absolutely. Uh anyway, Dark Order did lose this match, uh which was kind of shocking to us. I mean, we all chose Dark Order to win.
4: Yeah, it is yeah. a little surprising. But, but
3: it makes sense in the law, in
4: Actually, as the match went on, I kind of figured they were going to lose
3: because of the way it was booked. But yeah. yeah. Um, they
4: definitely
2: uh didn't nobody, none of us expected it. No. Uh Colt Cabana officially during this match did debut his Dark Order gear. It was all purple and black, uh so he officially does have Dark Order gear? Don't know how long he's going to be in Dark Order because of uh, the finish of this match and everything. Yeah, he debut. Yeah, he debuts his gear. And they they lose. lose. Brody flips out on him, and they all abandon him in the ring except Evil Uno, who uh, takes him to the back. I think. They, However, did, they did yeah, point I think out- you
0: need to go back to him
3: being yeah. like oblivious. That they did the, point out that, uh, on commentary that literally no one is safe from Brody, like in the Dark Order. No, but they, Stu but they said no,
2: but they did mention that this is the first time he's had an outburst at Colt. Yes. Um,
3: oh, that
0: is true because he always like used to yeah. embrace him. Like So either Colt's going to have to go fully
4: heal or they're going to turn on him. Yeah. Is there a reason why he's doesn't go after
2: Stu Grayson? I agree. Or is he just, uh, he just really likes him. Yeah. yeah. He really likes him. Again, on BT, he just like, it's mainly just that. I don't know if there's ever been a reason, but for some reason uh, he just likes Stu Grayson. I
3: think it's also because he, uh, Stu Grayson doesn't like John Silver. Yeah. I think so. they bonded over that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Poor, poor John Silver, Silver always gets yeah. the
0: beat of the, yeah, he's always, yeah. And
3: today was John Silver's, like, greatest day ever, and it yeah. was it was That's the opposite of the best weird. day ever for uh, The Dark Order. Yes. Yeah, it really was.
2: Uh, after so. this, we went backstage, and Dustin Rhodes was cutting a promo uh, about the, the match, and we get the word that he will be facing off against Brody Lee on Dynamite this week for the TNT Championship. He
3: marked out over it. Like, uh, Dustin, Dustin got
2: a really good promo. I mean, as he should. It's yeah. a major title, you know. It's, yeah, Dust Dustin not? is real yeah. good. I, I, Again, he was yeah, very passionate. Yeah. He was fired up. It was a really good promo. He the man's was-
4: in his fifties and he's still doing great. Yeah, five, why not? five
3: decades uh, and uh, thirty-two years in the biz. Yeah. So what?
2: Uh, we'll see how this match plays out. <laughs> All I don't right, Chato. <laughs> I don't know what I expect to see. If it's going to be like a, a murder from Brody on Dustin or if it's going to be a competitive match. I uh, think
4: it's going to be. I don't think it'll be as murdery as the Cody match, but I don't think it's. Gonna, I think uh, afterward. I, I can see it, it being competitive, be. but
0: Brody's going yeah. to yeah. kill him.
3: I think this was going to be after the match. It will be murder. Uh, That's and fair. And then I think we're going to get like. The next setup which is probably going to be qt marshall yeah um yeah and,
0: it's gonna it's gonna build to a rematch for him and against him and yeah I, I do
3: think that the the big like the full gear match i i would not be surprised if cody is like with the whole idea that he's off tv for a bit filming stuff um uh I wouldn't be surprised if the full gear matches him is Brody versus Cardona, honestly. Oh I don't know about that. I think that I think full gear might be Brody and Cody. I don't
2: know um, yeah, I don't, I know, I don't know if Brody or yeah. Cardona is I think the Cardona's match. more of a uh, dynamite match. Yeah. But... yeah. Uh and who knows, Cardona could also join uh Dark Order.
3: Who knows? That's a possibility. Yeah, they both like the color purple. Out, never out of that group. Honestly,
2: you
0: don't. You, you never yeah. know who's
2: going to join the Dark Order. Uh, I, I think my leading. I think picks, that's a good thing. My leading picks for who would be our next two people to join the Dark Order, if we're adding more people, would be Allie, uh, because yes. still don't trust her. Um, Absolutely.
1: And, never and I her. think
2: Cardona. I think Cardona turning on Cody would be a, another. Thing. I think Allie's going to join Eddie Kingston's stable eventually. Oh. Okay. I mean, it's possible. I mean, she was the with blade. the butcher yeah. and the blade. Why not? Uh, the only reason I, I think the the dark order thing is possible is because me and Ryan did watch a bit of dark yesterday before uh, New Japan Strong, and we did see the alley match, and her gear was black and purple, which yeah. is and dark she's order also collection. very heel. Yeah. So,
3: uh, however, Brandy was also really heel on commentary. Yeah, that is, like, that she, is true. She was putting down Alley at every point possible. Which well, was... I, they,
2: they just they have a weird dynamic.
3: Yeah, I don't like their dynamic honestly. I don't really like Brandy that much, uh, bro. But you're not the only person. Again, I like Brandy
2: as uh, as a manager. I don't really care for but, her as like, a wrestler. It's so,
4: the thing is, it's so like striking because she's usually like very heelish as a wrestler, and then like as a manager, she's like a babyface. So like, yeah, I don't You got to pick one. You can't be both. Agreed. Um, after this... this isn't Triple H in NXT And Triple H on the main <laughs> roster <Yeah. laughs>
2: Can't be that uh, Up next we had Our AEW World Tag Team Championship Match it was FTR taking on Hangman Page and Kenny Omega uh, This was the longest match On the card by uh, a decent margin not, by, yeah. not actually by that long By a couple minutes
3: Yeah. Um, but up to this point it was The longest for uh, yeah, a while that is true <laughs> I think maybe the casino battle royal.
2: I think the biggest issue with this was they didn't have the crowd. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. I mean it was very good. It was very good match. This was my match, but I just
4: it didn't live up to the hype, Um, which is yeah, you know, difficult because this match was. Extremely hyped.
2: Yeah, and again, there were the issues that it was hyped, but like it was also being compared to the Revolution match. But the Revolution exactly. match had a full crowd, a sold out crowd. Yeah, uh, it's
4: it's not a yeah. fair comparison. No,
2: and it was indoors. The crowd was completely ecstatic for that match. And Whereas it also this... wasn't
3: that that match wasn't hyped up to be the greatest uh, tag team match of all time. No, going absolutely. Into it. And it didn't have yeah. like
2: previous comparisons to it. Right. Whereas this, again, had that to try and top and also was working against it with the whole pandemic era, a crowd that was still dead. And didn't get revived until, like, they did come into this match at points for some of the near falls, but until the next match, the crowd really wasn't back. This was still
4: very, very good. It it was my second favorite match of the night.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Just Uh, behind the women's match, so. Agreed. Um... Uh, some notable things: Paige did get to kick out of the. Uh, I forget what the name of it is, but the pile driver that. Oh yeah, it's, the uh,
4: aren't they just calling it the? No, they have a name for it. Yeah, they have a name. I don't is. remember
2: what it is, but uh, Paige did get to kick out of the pile driver that FTR are using. Also,
4: uh, a note: uh, Paige had pants here. Yes, he did, and not they looked his, fantastic. He did I not have his, his trunks his on. He had like rhinestone, like. Uh, shiny like rhinestone gear. It looked really nice. Yeah. Very cowboyish. Yes.
2: Um, also, for those who've been paying attention since Revolution uh, or even before that, uh, AEW has constantly teased that Hangman Page is going to be the one to hit uh, Kenny Omega with like the buckshot lariat. And that did mm-hmm. not happen. Kenny Omega was the one to hit Page tonight um with with the, B- the, trigger. With the v trigger, yeah,
0: the B- trigger. so yeah. uh,
2: i thought that was really good story- storytelling throughout yeah, like brilliant. a number really of fast. matches like this goes all the way back this to like this is definitely February. the best
4: long-term story they've had in AEW so far absolutely. this is one
2: of the best mm-hmm. long-term
3: stories in wrestling in a while yeah, yeah. i would agree um, um yeah, i think the, the only other thing that like that i can remember that's this good long-term booking is probably champa and Gargano. Well,
2: I would I would go Naito yeah, and Okada, was... but Trump out, and Gargano as well. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I thought this was great I thought it was a real change of pace For AEW's tag team wrestling This was a totally different match than we'd seen From any of the tag team matches in this uh,
0: reign uh, Yeah, Cause, you know, FTR Is a um, different style So Obviously so. I
2: understand some people might not be into this If you've grown accustomed to the AEW Style of tag team wrestling that we've gotten Where it's just super fast pace and everything But FTR's whole mm-hmm. thing here was slowing the match down And really just being methodical mm-hmm. About everything, and eventually they did win the titles Yeah they did, they, they did. did, they
4: did. Um, yeah. They hit the, right well, they kicked out of you know, Hangman was able to kick out of the first pile driver, but not a second one.
2: Yeah, they did not hit the Good Night Express. Mm-hmm. They yeah. tried they yeah. tried to, but they never successfully hit it in the match. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then yeah, so comes FCR lose with the, the titles.
2: Match. Uh Omega is very visibly like pissed off at ringside throws like what do we call it like a tray table i guess yeah, yeah. yeah. so he
3: brought it tr- i think it was like the ring bell table yeah, yeah. he slides or, it no into- no
2: oh, it was peter
3: it was little uh, oh, uh, yeah where she has a laptop, laptop table
2: yeah so he slides it into the ring and he like rips off the paneling or not the paneling like the cover on it uh while Paige is like recovering in the ring and it looks like he's gonna hit him but he ends up just tossing it away and Paige is like stumbling to his feet and he, like, goes to, like, embrace with Omega and he just, like, face plants and Omega just doesn't catch him. Just lets him. Yeah, he just and lets it him looks fall. like Omega. <laughs> like...
3: What
2: the hell was that? Is <laughs> that hit a hiccup? Or... Yeah. Okay. Well, apologies. Yeah. Um. But uh, um, they really linger on this, take some time, which is as they should. And Omega slowly makes his way out of the ring, up the stage. And the camera, like, follows him on a tracking shot through the backstage area. We see the Bucks and they're like, yeah, what's going it, on? Hold on.
3: You you skipped which part of the arena? Did oh he go yeah, out? he goes through he the heel He went tunnel. out
2: the heel entrance. Yeah, uh, and so mm-hmm. he just storms off. He gets some water, starts drinking it and dousing it on himself. And he, we just get a long tracking shot of him and the Bucks walking through the parking lot. And Omega says something about like an ultimatum. He says he gets in a car and says, "Come with me uh, or whatever. Take your time, uh, but you got to make a choice." And then Kenny Omega drives off and leaves the Young Bucks high and dry there. And it seems like something's happening on Wednesday for Dynamite. Yep. So,
0: yeah, I think they're going to go back to their old ways. Uh, with,
2: with how the Bucks were acting earlier in their Jurassic Express match and Kenny Omega.
0: And the cleaner will be. Uh,
2: uh, it's very way. interesting to see where this is going. Who knows? It might lead to a swerve. But uh, all, right now, it looks like Kenny Omega is about to turn heel and be one of the top heels in the company. I w- I what would be really Before-
3: interesting to me would be what if the Bucks don't go with Kenny? Then they don't go with Kenny. I mean I theoretically think really theoretically
2: theoretically they shouldn't because the Bucks should be faced for now I think because FTR are gonna need challengers and I think yeah. doing the Bucks and yeah. Bucks and F T R is full gear. Yeah. Uh the Yeah F T R
4: very clearly heals. <laughs> yeah. I think they should hold off. I think they should wait. They should turn eventually but not now.
2: Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how this plays out, but I do think it's time to turn Kenny on page,
3: yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm perfectly fine with that mm-hmm. going um so we'll see how that plays out and I think what uh, there's
2: obviously some interesting things that have to go on here because if Kenny turns on page, do you do an injury angle where Paige is out for a while, or do you do like do you do a match with them because also you should argue should Omega and Paige happen at full gear, but then you have if omega turns heel he's going to be one of the top heels shouldn't he be going for the title so wouldn't you do moxley and omega at full gear one year later um so there's lots of options and lots of booking things that have to happen
4: uh so it's going to be very
2: interesting for the next couple of
4: uh, also weeks. are moxley and mjf done Who knows? yeah
2: moxley and mjf and we also have lance archer to deal with
3: yeah also, and also the, well the fallout of mjf and wardlow
0: yeah we'll get to that Oh yeah, because yeah he, cause he yeah he's been well
3: we'll get there we'll get yeah,
2: there, we'll get there but there. so basically the yeah. world title few scene is going to be very interesting oh. oh, AEW is going to be very interesting for the next couple months yeah. um so regardless of what your opinion was of the show as a whole based on some like booking decisions or you know the pacing or the crowd or whatever I think it's it goes without saying that they set up a lot of stuff for the future and there's a lot of like genuinely unpredictable stuff going on um, which is good. Uh, -hmm. our semi-main event was the Mimosa Mayhem match. Uh, this instantly revived the crowd as soon as Chris Jericho came out and Orange Cassidy as well. Uh, the crowd was singing along to Judas. I think they kind of just knew that this would probably be a quick, fun match and that it was. This didn't go on way too long or anything. Uh, This is
4: where, this is where Glenn Crawford, uh, complained about, um... There's still two more matches. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> and I think it's funny. You know,
0: Sam, Sam, it is funny a because I.
2: Like, show. Uh, we'll give our personal like what our all we'll go over everybody's match of the night again at the end of the show. Uh, but Sam also has sent me a quick audio of his least favorite and favorite match of the show, which we'll get to hear. But I can spoil it that his favorite match was the Mimosa Mayhem match.
4: It was fun. That oh, wasn't
2: one of my favorites. Surprising. Um, I think he might have just liked it because it, What's his uh, least his favorite? His least favorite was the Matt Hardy one,
0: uh, the Broken well, Rules, which... <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's fair, because uh, it was, yeah, it was a yeah. scary moment. But, um, yeah.
2: but I think Sam kind of was just tired at this point, and I think yeah. he was just happy to have a quick match with a with a fun thing. It was a fun stipulation, and we. Got it wasn't to see... even
4: quick. It was like fifteen minutes. That's like. But it went by
2: quick. It wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like a slow thing or anything. Yeah, fair. Um, and we got the really good visual of Chris Jericho flying into the mimosa vat after two orange punches from uh, from Orange Cassidy. Just the super visual...
3: super orange
2: punches. Yeah, but
3: then they changed it to the big orange punch at the end. After the second one, which um, I was different, it, it the wasn't super
2: orange and the big orange
3: are different, yeah, I yeah. guess.
2: Well, they, I mean, one of them was a big one and one of them was yeah. super. Yeah, there you go. Which one's uh. better though? Well, clearly the big because it put him through, yeah. yeah. Uh, but there was constant teases of going into the vat, like, uh, early on, Jericho like pushed like orange's face into the mosa juice, uh. But, again, the visual of just seeing Chris Jericho just, like, go flying into this thing was beautiful. Well, executed perfectly.
3: However, and... he also looked like he was, like, kind of enjoying it. Probably. I mean, I'm <laughs> like, sure Like, when it's he landed time. in it, like, he immediately, like, w- like put his, ha- his arms on the side of it. And it looked like I it was no like issue. a hot club i mean uh, hot, it did, oh, I, no, did. Yeah. It I mean like i mean
0: i mean at this point he was probably super tired I, i'm out. sure
3: what so sure? It was like well, nice it nice to it just it relax it was really refreshing after a uh, uh, in a match in that really humid arena
2: yeah that is true um but yeah i think this is 100% the right booking decision orange Casty goes over in this feud uh you give it to the hot talent that's not chris jericho You don't see the veteran go over here. They gave it to the younger guy, although, again, Orange Cassidy's 36. But he is the younger talent. Um, And, again, he doesn't wrestle a crazy style, so he can wrestle for a while. Um, But you build up a new star here. And uh, I'm very interested to see what they do with Orange Cassidy going forward now that he has beaten Chris Jericho twice and has successfully
3: won this feud. And yeah. Chris Jericho had put even I think Jericho the, put him
2: over throughout this feud. Like he kind of yeah, like and,
3: well, also right before this match, he put him over, saying that he he uh, that Orange Cassidy and him have proved that Orange Cassidy is a main main event level talent yeah. in yeah. AEW, and you know you can't you can't put somebody down after beating Chris Jericho twice. You can't be like okay, well you did that now go back to the mid yeah, I'm going to be very interested to see where they
2: go with Orange Cassidy, for sure.
3: Um, Orange Cassidy is world champ, baby.
2: I could I could the see. Only one is He would be the only one to beat Jericho yeah. twice in the yeah. yeah. right? Uh, again, the only yeah. people that hold pinfall victories over Chris Jericho are uh, Orange Cassidy, Scorpio Sky, and Jon Moxley.
3: Yes.
4: The Scorpio Sky mm-hmm. one's wild. Yeah. Uh,
2: anyway uh so i could see eventually like orange cassidy maybe being the guy to take the title off Brody lee that would be great um that could be cool uh, they'd have probably. a great
3: match too they could, that, that feud could be very fun dark order and best friends yeah i mean there's all they've they've already helped tease that on being the elite that is true try <laughs> come on we need more get of, sue back we need yeah. sue Yeah, Uh, and then we go to our
2: main event, which is for the uh, AEW World Championship. Before this, we did get the announcement of Full Gear, which is November seventh, right?
3: Yes, Saturday,
2: November seventh is when we're back for an AEW pay per view. So, a couple months away, but Full Gear last year was fantastic. So, hopefully, uh, we get another one. And I have I did point out to Ryan earlier that uh, you know tonight's show, obviously, if you if you were there, you had to deal with like the super crazy summer heat in Florida. And also the Matt Hardy situation, hopefully Full Gear won't have another injury like that, but also it will be November, so it will be a bit cooler, even though most likely we'll still be in Florida, but it won't yeah. be
4: the summer. So, Hey, maybe we'll have even more fans. Maybe they'll be able to fit in. I don't know. We'll see. 750, maybe we'll have 1,500.
2: Who knows? Maybe they'll have 20,000 all sitting on top of each other. I hope. Because, uh, you know, they'll, say, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll all say, hey, we have allergies. We don't want to wear a mask. Yeah. Oh, um, wait. Well, well yeah. That yeah, I, I
3: hope that guy is listening.
2: I hope he is,
4: too. Yeah, me, too. I hope he's here.
0: Yeah, he's actually – yeah, he actually I listens the for, for a little context, who, uh, wants, who wants to tell this? Uh, basically, we
2: went to Royal Farms before this pay-per-view, uh, and there was a guy going crazy about uh, an order he had made for, like, a party or something two days in advance that was, like – it wasn't ready when he was there. Uh, And he was flipping out at the people working and he didn't have a mask on. The guy he was with didn't have a mask on. People were complaining, saying, why don't we have a mask on? He says, I have an allergy condition. I can't wear a mask. But like, why is his friend not have a mask? Why couldn't he just send his friend in with a mask to get it? Uh, one of he the, was
4: disproportionately mad for the issue he was having. Yes. Yeah. One of the
2: workers said, I have asthma. I have a mask on. And he just never responded to it. And like, it yeah. was just, and nobody wanted him there. Like, when he left, basically the entire store was just like happy that he was gone.
0: Listen, yeah. Listen, people. If you're going to go into a store and give the employees shit during a yeah. pandemic, Rega- do regardless that. of
4: on. what your beliefs are on, are on the whole thing, just be respectful to other yeah. people. Like,
0: yeah.
4: yeah, don't don't do that. Especially it's, during it's the not that pandemic. hard to be a good person and just be respectful. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so so don't be yeah, out. Don't of be out. <laughs> I, I miss them already. <laughs> uh,
2: so our main event was MJF versus Moxley. Uh, this was a much more violent match than I was expecting. Uh, MJF got cut open pretty early on, and then the bleeding did stop. And then they went for a bunch of headbutts
3: and <laughs> strikes to the head, and he started and it bled yeah, even and, more. And Moxley literally <laughs> just twisting and pulling on his head. Uh, Moxley biting, biting the wound multiple times. Ugh. They, they had, loved like, his blood all on his mask. Yeah, mouth. there was a Ugh, lot. Mm. Uh, I mean, this goes back to on Wednesday, MJF uh, went. And uh, Moxley's got busted open. Uh, MJF bit his wound and then rubbed the the blood all over his face. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this 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 was a weird feud of showing just how deranged MJF can get. And I thought that was really cool because like you you think he's just like this cocky asshole. Sorry for the cursing, um, but. Uh, He's also he can get he can get as nasty as possible uh, and play dirty just like Moxley likes. So I thought that was cool. Uh, yeah.
4: The Um, only thing you should apologize for is not saying butt ass. Nope. Who
3: was that? Was that Tony? Yeah, uh, yeah, Tony. Tony saying that somebody was getting shoved up somebody's butt. And then he was like, ah! And then said
0: something about a fart. <laughs> and then he said yeah. something about a fart. I
3: don't know what the it was going It was on. very odd.
0: Uh, they, Yeah, they really lose themselves sometimes yeah. in commentary. I yes. like Tony, feel I honestly feel like it's, just, it's, you know, I feel like it's because of JR. I think he just really drags down the atmosphere I'm
3: not, and just confuses people. I'm not going to defend either. <laughs> um, I, I, as I, I, I said to Pat uh, today, or, uh, after the show, I can't with the the commentary on aew a lot of times and tonight like it took me out a lot at different points yeah um pat said he didn't have an issue with it like no I, did. I said
2: i had an issue with jr jr that's with it yeah tony and uh it's Calibre. fine
3: but, um tony had i think a tony's a wonders, okay it's I just every tonight. now and then
2: yeah uh anyway, anyway i thought this was a fantastic main event uh, Moxley's reign has been a really good world title reign. Uh, yeah. his match with Brody at double or nothing was really good. Uh, probably my favorite AEW world championship match. Uh, that was just like a sprint and was just very violent. Uh, Brody looked like a monster in that match. And here, MJF again, this was again, MJF has really come out as a star. Like last year, he always looked good in his promos, but like this year, he's shown that he's more than just a promo. Uh, he had the really good match with Cody at Revolution, he had the great match with Jungle Boy. At uh, Double or Nothing, and uh, he had this with uh, with Moxley, and he held his own with Moxley in the world title match. Looked mm-hmm. like he was going to win multiple times, and uh, again we did get near falls. He hit the Heat Seeker, that uh, Heat Seeker, and he hit the Double Cross. But eventually Wardlow gets involved, tosses MJF the di- Dynamite Diamond Ring, and while the ref's trying to get Wardlow off, and MJF's going for the ring, him and Moxley lock eyes. And Moxley sees that the ref's not looking, hits the paradigm shift. Ref turns around one, two, three. Moxley retains despite cheating. Yes. I feel like that's definitely
0: a big thing. I do want to, it's very notable that it was a very bad pass of the ring. He like threw it yeah. over him, basically. I think there there is a lot to go here. Again, Wardlow threw the bad pass, and
2: it's I think that is very intentional.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, the uh, fact that Moxley Richard cheated
2: to win,
3: like yeah. Moxley is a baby face, but this is very clear he did cheat. And he was um, very open about mm. it too. Afterwards, he just shrugged it off. Yeah, um, that was um,
4: very Moxley. Yeah, I don't yeah. think
2: it's a heel turn, but I think that this is definitely a way to get MJF to not look bad,
3: and also and possibly, possibly another possibly match, get match another if match. they want to yeah. go in
4: that direction. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
3: Uh, also, they should. Th- uh, somebody put, posted a screenshot uh, on the MJF's tweet about uh, uh, Wardlow about him hating him um, or whatever after the match. Uh, and it's a screenshot, and then I think somebody posted, like, a short video as well, uh, of during the beatdown uh, of Moxley on th- uh, Wednesday, MJF gave the title to uh, to uh, Wardlow while he was beating up Moxley, and Wardlow just, instead of, like, helping MJF, uh, he just kept on staring at the belt, um, so... You know, long term booking, baby. Yeah, and then uh MJF afterwards tweeted, uh F Wardlow. Yeah.
0: So but like the yeah. full
4: word. I think he's he, he like kind of apologized after in a later tweet, but like I don't know. d they're definitely booking something long here. It's gonna be interesting to see. Looking forward to it.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> uh, uh yeah. MJF has been going on Twitter. Uh, he's been having quite the, uh, quite, the uh, quite the night following the match. Uh, he has some tweets here. If you're a child, please put your earmuffs on. Uh, we have fucking Wardlow, dot, dot, dot. Uh, we aren't going to talk about the fact that he cheated. Uh, we got another one saying, uh, fuck Wardlow, my bad. Not like I was in a brutal war or anything. Actually, fuck all of you. Uh, and then him and Renee Young got into it. Or Sorry, Renee Paquette, or however you pronounce her last name, since she's no longer Renee Young. Uh, before the match, she tweeted, very excited to watch my very handsome husband beat the hell out of that dork MJF. Uh, <laughs> MJF responded to her after the match. Your husband cheated in the match like a coward. Uh, Renee tweeted back, this is a man's game, babe. You'll get there one day. Uh, with a with a kiss emoji. <laughs> um,
4: Ooh, so there's a chance.
2: So there's a chance. I definitely think, and Moxley said tonight at uh, the media scrum that he does foresee that uh, Renee po- uh, probably will get involved with AEW at some point. Uh, which I think is really cool. Uh, I'm all for Renee doing more stuff with wrestling. Uh, obviously, she's super talented and could do other stuff as well. But I think her doing, uh, she'd be a great asset for AEW, regardless of uh if she does other things obviously they have that second show coming that's not dark she could be involved with that she could be just tied with moxley as like his manager um she could do commentary she could do interviews she could do a podcast. i think if she
4: does get involved with wrestling it's not going to be like a full-time
2: thing where no she just does absolutely wrestling. not but i do want to see her involved here at some point and i do also want to yeah, see she her is i do want to see her slap this shit out of mjf uh, yeah because there was that angle with the miz yeah with the miz that looked like it was going to lead to something and it never did uh and i would very much like to see us get that payoff with mjf here so here's to hoping that uh so we will do thumbs up thumbs down thumbs in the middle rob your rating of the show um
4: i'll give it a thumbs up it wasn't the best i think overall it was probably the weakest aew pay-per-view but it was still a
3: lot to enjoy here Okay. Ryan? I am going to go thumbs up, but slightly pointing towards the middle. Um, I thought that it was really long. Um, Again,
2: let's just... I will say this. The show really wasn't that long, it's just that we've been used to all these really short shows for pay per views lately in the pandemic era. And yeah. this was not that. This was a regular, like this is like pre pandemic time for how long these shows go.
3: Yeah, uh, I mean it went. it, st- it started at eight, um, and it went until eleven thirty. Yeah, but we had started watching like the pre show stuff at like six thirty. So that did that kind of like just wore me out. I think was sit- watching stuff about wrestling from six thirty till. Like twelve, twelve oh five. So, um, uh, oh yeah, you're yeah.
2: counting that Yoshiashi stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah,
3: yeah, and that's also not including New Japan Strong or New Japan Road this uh, this morning. Yeah, uh, it was Joey. a big wrestling day for us, Joey. Um, so
0: you know, regardless of like the rough start it had, um, and then obviously the scary moment with uh, Matt Hardy. Um, definitely hope he's okay. Um, I'm gonna still give it a thumbs up because I thought it redeemed itself with, uh, the title matches. Um, they were all very, very, very good. Um, so yeah, give it a thumbs up. Uh, I, it wasn't their best pay-per-view yet. Uh, But it's, yeah, it it was still still Uh, I think it was
2: 100% their worst pay-per-view. I'm in 100% agreement with Rob on that. But I don't think it was a bad show by any means. Obviously, outside of the Matt Hardy thing, I thought the show was pretty good. I'm going to go thumbs in the middle, slightly pointing up. But I am going to go thumbs in the middle just because pacing-wise, the show was kind of all over the place. You had the weird placement of Swollen Baker opening the show when it really shouldn't have. Uh, You had the Matt Hardy thing that definitely slowed down the show. The eight-man tag also that really didn't feel like a pay-per-view match.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah
2: not. It obviously has implications for the rest of Dynamite and stuff, but as like, and it was a fine match or anything, but like even all of us said, we didn't really remember anything about it. Uh, it just, it wasn't anything special, but all of the title matches were really good. I thought uh, Mimosa Mayhem was fun. Jurassic Express and Young Bucks were really fun. Uh, so yeah, uh, but I'm going to go mm-hmm. thumbs in the middle pointing up because, you know, I can't give thumbs up to every show. <laughs> Uh, so favorite match, Rob. What was yours? You said it was Thunder Rosa and Sheeta. Uh, Thunder Rosa and Karrucha.
3: Okay, Ryan. Um, I really in like thinking back on it, like I I really enjoyed Thunder Rosa and uh, uh but didn't have like the lasting. Uh, it hasn't had the lasting effect on me like the tag team title did. Uh, so I'm gonna go tag titles. Joseph.
0: Um, I'm going to go with uh, MJF and Moxley. Um, I think their feud has been brilliant. Um, It's been a very good build, and it's just very great storytelling, and I thought they had a hell of a match. I already said
2: what mine was. I'm going to take the AEW World Tag Team Championship match. Thought it was really good. Thought it was a nice change of pace for the tag division. Very interested to see what FTR's reign is going to be like, how long they'll hold it, who they're going to feud with. And also, obviously... Yeah, they already lost them. It's 24-7 title rules. Our mm-hmm. truth probably has them. Um, and very interesting to see where they're going with Omega and Paige. Uh, so, yeah. Thanks for listening to the podcast. That's going to do it for us. That's our review. Uh, be sure to hit the subscribe button uh, wherever you're listening. Leave a like on the podcast. Leave a review, whatever. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. You'll find all of those links in the episode description. And that's going to do it for us, but there is one last thing you have to hear. Sam is going to share his favorite match and his least favorite match with you. So we're signing off, but you will get a brief little goodbye from Sam and his uh, his least favorite and favorite match from AW All Out. So until next time, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed happy the show. 3 a. M. Happy 3 a.m. Happy 3 a.m. And we'll talk to you guys later.
1: What's up? Glenn Crawford here, back with my best and worst matches of the night. So, I would say the worst match of the night, when they have to give it to the Matt Hardy Sammy match, unfortunately, only because if there was definitely, an, it seems like an injury based on what Tony Khan was saying, like there was not an immediate injury, it just seemed like one. It just was kind of sloppy, and that's it's not their fault, you know, actions happened. but I mean, compared to the whole pay per view. We were just kind of left confused and didn't know what to do the whole time. So I would just have to give that as the worst. But he still was able to climb the uh, scaffolding there and finish the match. So at least it had a dramatic ending instead of just like a quick roll-up or something silly. Best match of the night would definitely have to go to um, the Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho match. Now I know you think, oh, maybe it was kind of gimmicky with the... uh, vats of, uh, (laughs) uh, orange juice and champagne, but I do believe that it was a constant match that kept my attention, um, it had a lot of great spots, um, it got creative, like, when he splashed it, uh, in his eyes with the cup, Uh, Orange Cassidy, Chris Jericho, um, definitely my favorite match of the night.